Michael Darcy. Playing more of the music you love. Today FM. It all happens here. It is Today FM. I am delighted to have this gentleman on the line to present an hour of radio along with me. Six number one Irish albums. He's sold 30 million records worldwide, six billion streams, two million ticket sales, and they're back in action. Going to be in the SSE Arena on the 15th of May and in the Three Arena on the 14th to 15th of June 2022. In fact, the last gig I went to in the Three Arena was the script on the 7th of March 2020 and what a show that was Danny O'Donoghue is on the line Danny how are you? I'm fantastic man all the better for hearing your your dulcet tones as they say oh. uh, yeah no dude really good really good I love the old intro you know you kind of don't get that intro when you're walking into the club it's like uh, here's Danny it's not like six billion billion streams it's not like the start of the X Factor there <laughs> yeah, it, makes, it, make, it makes it sound big doesn't it like, I, I like that like, but yourself Mark and Glenn have accomplished an awful lot and Tales from the Script is out on October the 1st the greatest hits it's coming October 1st and my birthday's on the 3rd so yeah it's, uh, Christmas is on my birthday's all coming in the one time Right, well, let's kick off the show, first of all, with a tune. What songs do you want to play? Well, out of all the songs I could play, I'm thinking, why, why not get paid at the same time as being on here doing a bit of promo? So I'd love to kick it off with I Want It All, which is the script's brand new single. Uh, it's got a little flavours, a lot of flavours of the old records all put into the one song, um, but with a, with a nice new production on it. So, uh, yeah, well, let's go with I Want It All. Here it is right now on Today FM. That is I Want It All on Today FM. I've got Danny O'Donoghue with me here. Danny, I want it all and yeah. then some. I like this song. Yeah, and then some. Yeah. This is the thing about this song, right? You're not looking for someone you can live with, but someone you can't live without. I love the lyrics. I, I appreciate it. You know, um, you know, we got a little li- lyric genius, Mark, in the band. He he came to me with that. Um, we'd actually just, we sat in the studio and I was like, so what have you been doing during lockdown? He's like, ah, oh, you know, same as everyone. You know, we have getting drunk and then uh, <laughs> trying to get sober again. <laughs> Um, so we've uh, he came to me with that lyric and I was just sitting there going I was just thinking you know man you know unbelievable you know we spend all the time away and you think you might get a bit rusty but I kind of feel like that's the type of song that you need to sit and permeate and just sit there with your loved one and realise that I don't just want to be with somebody for the rest of my life I want someone I can't be without and I feel like when we go back out into the world again and you know when things start to open up and thank God they are now that, that, you know, I will miss a certain amount of just sitting around, you know, maybe everybody had those open pit fires and they were just chilling out, maybe a few marshmallows, having a few drinks out the back garden and really to getting to know each other. And I kind of feel like we'll miss a little bit of that. But I think everybody now is like, just don't settle for crap anymore. You know, settle for what makes you happy because life's too short. You've just seen it now with all the people that we've lost during COVID. And life's too short, man. So whatever it is you love to do, find it. Find whatever it is or whoever it is you love to do. Um, and then and then do that thing till you die. There's something about the script's lyrics, and this has always been there for me, is is the way that you use your art form to channel emotion. And, and that, you know, it's a heartbreak band, but at the same time, you know, take the first line of superheroes. Every day, every yes. hour, turn that pain into power. Like, you know, yeah, when I man. hear that line, every time I hear that line, I'm like, that's every script song. That is break even. That is the man who can't be moved. Dude, we were Instagram quotes before Instagram. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's, 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 it's crazy though, isn't it? Yeah, you know, we've been blessed. Like I said, we spend, people, I guess, can see like, okay, I was on The Voice. And because of the success, people kind of think that we're, you know, probably still that we're, we may be like, you're just very much a pop band and there's not a lot of thought goes into it. But, you know, when you start to see, um, read through the lyrics, you'll realise, I mean, we spend weeks, you know, if not years on trying to 
say things in the right way so there's no fat on it that it really means something and they all come from the heart I know it's cheesy to say in, in these days but we really do I believe music is a healing power it's got the power to change lives it changed my life my, my whole family were all musicians and I think anybody in Ireland always knows there's always a guitar in some closet somewhere that someone can get out and you know the power of what that means at three in the morning when someone's singing about somebody and you know every day every hour turn the pain into power has probably become one of the most tattooed lyrics that the script have and I'm talking thousands of people have gone and put lyrics that we wrote on their body you know what I mean I don't even love the band enough to do that <laughs> do you know what I'm saying well, like it's, yeah, it's, it's a big uh, it's a big uh, it's a big honour it really is you have some great stories about getting inspiration when it comes to tunes like the last time you know you're, you're after finishing training you went to get a baguette and it comes to you and you're like oh wait a minute you know what I mean and there's kind of a great story there because you, I think you actually ended up leaving the shop without paying uh, that's right actually yeah yeah I'd say it was a shop in London and we'd just been because we were, we were sitting around writing and we were kind of thinking on the lyric like well the last time well what could we do and we had like well, is this the last time I ever th- thought I'd see you? It's the last thing that I ever thought you'd do to me. And we were kind of twisting around. We were looking for that magic moment. And I was sitting there and I was trying to get a, well, believe it or not, bacon sarnie. And I'm standing there playing at the counter and it just came to me, said that it would last. Well, then it's the last time. I'm trying to hold your hand, but feeling like my, my hand's tired. And I just remember just going straight into like, I put my phone on record and I just went to the corner of the shop. And then I, I was like sitting there going, it's the last, but how come it's the last time? And I look around, the whole shop's looking at me, I have to go outside. And I'm just like, standing, I, just, I just don't care, to be honest, because those moments of inspiration, they come to you and you cannot let them go. So uh, I walk back around to the lads, baguettes in hand, lyric in my mind, played it to the boys. And yeah, straight away, they were just like, that's it, that's, that's the one. And, that, and funny, that was the last song. That's the last time we got to play was like that song live, played it in Scotland. 16,000 people singing that line back here and then lo and behold we're in the car head straight into uh, you know straight into the car straight into our house and then we're all all been locked up uh, in solitary confinement for the past 18 months going gaga <laughs> but it's not forever as I said you're going to be back on the road in the three arena on the 14th to 15th of June 2022 I'm going to take a tune and we're going to come back to this chat it is me with Danny O'Donoghue chatting it out here on Today FM it's Today FM, it's Fergal Darcy on air along with Daniel Dunhu from The Script celebrating the fact that Tales from The Script is out October 1st, the greatest hits and I want to talk about this we, we mentioned earlier on there about the translation of, of you know, putting your pain into songs and, and I've seen this a lot with your music and you've had a tough time you lost your dad pretty much nine years yeah, on to yeah. the day on Valentine's Day you lose your mum the same day uh, like, it's, same it's, val- Valentine's Day yeah. Yeah, I buried my dad. I buried my dad on Valentine's Day. I buried my mum on the same day. She died to, to to the day, so she was obviously that heartbroken that when that day comes around, that that's a, you know for some people it's, it's the day of love for for her. It was the, it was the day she felt the worst, and I think you know the two of them together now buried. You, you know, I don't mean I don't. I'm not saying to go and see the grave, but just to see the same day on the grave is chilling, you know. Yeah, and it just it goes to show me that great love stories uh, are still around. You know, and, and I well, feel like is, that song... The beauty of the script yeah, is, is, is is the fact that, you know, the whole name of the band came from What's the Script when you were living in L.A., you know, What's the Script, you know what I mean? Yeah, and, yeah, what's the story, what's uh, the script, yeah. And, and, and that came from that. But then if you even look, like, if you could see me now, that is one of my favourite songs by you guys. And it, it was February 14th, Valentine's Day, the roses came, but they took you away. You got the rose on your arm for your dad. That's a song about your dad. Like, you're not... You're not wishy-washy about it. You're telling the actual story. That's the script. 
I'm telling you, I'm telling you, you know, as I say, worse than all, you know, I, there's not, there's not, there's nothing, there's nowhere I'm not prepared to go for, for my artistry. And my artistry is just trying to explain the human condition. Some people are listening to me and I get, look, I get it. We're not everybody's cup of tea. Some people like coffee. Um, but at the end of the day, that's what I feel about music is I feel that, you, you know, to really, it's, we're living in such a wishy-washy world where nobody means anything. And you just like, it's flamboyant. You can stick something up, delete it the next day. And nobody's true to their guns. And I feel like, I feel like I just love getting the stuff out of me because you know what, here's the thing. If it doesn't get out of me, it's going to, it's going to kill me. If it doesn't actually end up getting that pain out of me in some way, it's going to go destructive. It'll either turn to drink, it'll turn to drugs, it'll turn to, to smashing up the place, it'll turn to something really bad. And I feel that that's the best part about creativity and what Irish people are really good at. But I still feel like we still need to teach, you know, the younglings is is a place to put all of this anxiety and pain and, and stuff that social media is causing. Now, again, I know I'm part of it, so, you know, I can say it on one side of me face and then the other, you know, after I have to also sit back and go, you know, teaching our kids that music is a place and art is a place where you can put this pain, um, you know, and pain comes in all sorts. You know, people can be, it can be, you know, depressed. People can suffer from anxiety and they look fine from the outside. But if you're able to play art, if you run, if you play ball, if you play whatever it is, I tend to, I do my toy or I do boxing. That's my way of getting it out, besides writing. So think about all of the crap that I've ever been through in my life and those who know me know what I've been through. Those who don't, I, I don't really care. So this is one of the things that I actually picked up on your last album, Sunsets and Full Moons. And I, I did a bit of research about this and I found out, you know, you're on safari, you, you know, you see the sunset and this is the, the full yeah. moon then on the far side. And it is like that ascendance to lunacy that you're looking at. And it was a time when, you know, there was births in the band, there was deaths in the band, you and Glenn had lost parents. Yeah, yeah. But you really get that all out in paper. And it's hard for a band like the script because if you're in pop music, they're going to call you a rock band. And if you're in a rock band, they're going to say, no, that's pop music. So it's a, it's, you're, you're, you're in a niche medium in the middle there. Well, the, the, the funny part of it is, and people always ask me, like, you know, oh, what do you care about the critics? And what do you think about this? And you think, I just feel at the end of the day, does not name me another band that's gotten out of Ireland in the years that we've been around. I mean, obviously you've got Inhaler now who, who've, who've kind of repeated what we did. Give me another band for all those people in Ireland who know oh, what music should be, and this, that, and the other. Show me another band that's gotten out of Ireland that, that is actually, you know, I don't mean a rock band that is a bit pop or a pop band that is a bit rock. Nobody knows what the hell we are. And that's what I love. But that's I what we breathe. Love. Like you see it with Inhaler, you see it with Wild Youth. We breathe that lovely organic sound. Yeah, well, that's it. I mean, Wild Youth, you know, and I love the lads, you know, Connor and, and all the boys and Dave and stuff. And we wrote, uh, you know, If I Can't Move On and On. We, we wrote those songs together. Um, even uh, picture this, you know, just because things are different. We wrote that song. You know, we we Imagine. all worked in the studio on that stuff. What I'm saying is that is that to get an international sound, you're not going to please everybody. And uh, what did they say? Opinions are like backsides. Everybody has one, you know. And they're usually <laughs> full of you know what. Anyway, on that note, <laughs> on that note, hilarious I, it is. I'm going I'm going to take a tune and I'm going to come back to talk to everyone out there who's tuned in at the moment about how much good crack the script are when they're out in the booth. That's all coming up next here on Today FM.
It's Today FM. I have got Danny O'Donoghue here with me presenting an hour of the most brilliant radio ever. And, and why else? Because you are the good crack band. In fact, you hold the record for the largest round of drink ever bought. <laughs> and tell me and about this. Brilliant. Tell me about this now because I can and give you the truth. Paint the town that's green. coming from an Irish person as well. So, listen, Speak I about painting the town it, green. <laughs> bro, I, listen, I, it, was, it was a hell of a lot of a different colour after all that Guinness was drank. You know? Oh, God. <laughs> No, we uh, so we were in Belgium. It was St. Patrick's Day, and uh, you know, when, whenever we hit a town, we always love to do something traditional in that area. But it just so happened to be St. Patrick's Day, and we were like, "What? There's no pride here. There's no, you know, there's Irish bars doing things." So I was like, "Let's let's kick it off here. Let's do a show." There was eight thousand people, um, and uh, me and me and Mark were kind of sitting there. Me and Mark and Glenn were like, "What we do?" I said, "What if we bought everybody in the place to drink?" And they were like. You're not, I'm not paying. I'm just not coming out of my money. I said, "I'll do it." So we just ask the, ask the owner when he when he walks in. When people walk in to get a ticket, if you want to have an alcoholic drink, you can. If you want to have a regular one, uh, you can as well. So we gave everybody in the place a ticket. Of course, everybody had the free drink. We held the drink up and we cheers for Paddy's Day. But and can I just say, beer. Danny, that particular <laughs> picture, everything is green and everyone's drink is up. Your drinks are up. That is potentially the cover. Four tales from the scripts. <laughs> that, that is, that is, that it has yeah, potential. One hundred percent. It was also the the the, the bill was twenty two grand, and it, the, I mean, my manager was looking at me. He, it was he literally like let it go out of his hand. It was like toilet paper bouncing down the steps. That's how long the the bill was. It was unbelievable. But you know what? You only live once, and like I said, we earned more than enough money from that gig to be able to pay for it. So it was just a moment, and also. I tell you, you know, Belgium remembered it. it was in the press the next day. So we're just kicking off Paddy's Day, you know, ambassadors for Ireland and all that. I, I <laughs> love that. I love that. Doing a thing for Ireland. Come here. Actually, there is something else that you did. Um, I, and I want to know, is this, this has to feature in the upcoming tour as well. And that is when nothing comes on and when you call up somebody's ex. That's a moment for me. That's a classic. Listen, we, we did that on this. It was uh, the second album, actually. That's, that's when the, the song Nothing. And for those of you that don't know, if you haven't heard the song, it's about being, it's actually about being drunk in town in Dublin and uh, thinking, you know, you're out with your mates, you're having a few drinks, and then next of all, you disappear, and then you're, you're down, you're walking in the street of your ex's place, and you're shouting out her name, and you're trying to get her back, knocking on her door, but you're hearing nothing in return. So what we do with the shows is, uh, I used to call my ex from the shows as like a little get back. And then it, it kind of progressed to, I used to get everybody to hold up the phone and call their ex, but then it progressed to me picking the phone out of the audience of a member who called their ex. And we would, I'd literally talk to them live on stage and then the whole place would sing the song down the phone to the ex. Man. With the F off at the end, of course, as well. Like, yeah, which is lovely. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was like one, two, yeah, one, two, three, F off at the very, very end. You know, I'm sure these days it would be considered online brilliant. So I'm, I, I apologize if anybody, <laughs> anybody feels that <laughs> Has way. it ever happened that anyone has got back just saying, hey, I got one of those phone calls? Bro, I, I swear to God, to someone I can't even think of the name of the band, but there's a famous, there's a band now who are on the rise over here in the UK. It was the lead singer of the band. He was like, I can't believe it was like you guys are one of my favorite bands. And I actually got a call from you one time because my ex girlfriend called you live from stage. But he has the recording, he has a recording of down his end of the phone of what I said to him at the gig. So if he's listening, send it in. We play it on the show. Absolutely love that. Listen, I am on air along with Danny O'Donoghue from The Script. Up next, Danny takes on the Grand National Challenge here on Today FM. It's called the Asher's Grand National Challenge. I'll take it. I'll take it.
It is Today FM. I'm delighted to be presenting this hour of the show along with Daniel Donahue from The Script. Just so you know, SSE Arena, 15th of May, 2022. Three Arena, 14th and 15th of June, 2022. Get your hands on tickets now, ticketmaster.ie. And Tales from the Script out on October the 1st. Now, this is one of the things I've always noticed about you. We met many, many years ago at Oxygen. You were headlining. Yeah. I had an A-team van. You did an interview in it. You signed the side of the A-team van on the inside. I remember this in the media area. I don't know. Do you, do you, do you, do you remember the A-team van? I do call 100%. It was the coolest thing I've ever seen. I still have it. It's parked up down in Galway in the middle of nowhere. I need to take that back out the I road. Said, yeah, I thought you were going to put it on eBay with my signature on it. Nobody gave you anything for it then, though. <laughs> oh, well, actually, that's exactly what happens. Anyway, we won't dwell on it. We won't. So, anyway, here's the story, right? We do a thing on the show called the Grand National where we give people a chance to win a thousand euro. So, what I've done today Amazing. is I've said, I'm going to do this. We're calling it the Asherit's Grand National today. Um, I've kind of yeah. adapted the, the questions to suit you so that when you get 10 out of 10, uh, we can we can give you the thousand euro to give to charity. So, what charity do you want to give it to? Uh, I'd love to give it to uh, Temple Street. A friend of mine, John Doyle, down there, he works tirelessly, and all the angels who are the nurses down there. But Temple Street Hospital, man, I go in there every Christmas day. I was just about uh, to I say, it, I don't think people realise this, you know, um, and it's something very personal to you. And I know yourself and Connor were down there a couple of years ago, and I, I and, and I actually I actually sent Connor a message from Wild Youth, and I just said, "Wow, I went. You know something? This is exactly the time that you guys need to be taken off, but you're giving up that day." And you're deciding, I'm not going to drink on Christmas Eve. I'm going to go in. It's very important going around with Santi uh, to all those kids. And I admire that so 12, much. Dude, 12, year, 12 years in a row. We've been doing it 12 years. And Connor, wow. like I said, Connor came on a few years ago now. Was the, I mean, that's my brother. He's, he's, a, he's a star, that fella is. No, he's a great guy. Absolutely great guy. Right, so here it is. The Asherit's Grand National Quiz. Are you ready? <laughs> I hope so, yeah. Okay, 1,000 euro up for grabs. All you've got to do is get every question right. And we're going to start on the clock in three, two, and one. What's your backstage ritual? A shake hands. What script song was the quickest to write? Hall of Fame. What is your spirit creature? Giraffe. If you could <laughs> if you could be a fly on the wall, who would you want to listen in on? Oh, if, if I could be a fly on the wall. Yeah, if you could be a fly. The lads want to talk shit about me. <laughs> <laughs> Who's going to play you in the script, the movie? <laughs> You, Fergal <laughs> the arse. <laughs> what was the last photo you took? Of me, actually just kickboxing and I got my posted on Instagram. Lovely. Who is the nicest musician you've ever met? The nicest musician, Adele. What is the maddest thing a fan has ever done at a script show? Snuck backstage and managed to make her way into the elevator with us. For some reason, she printed up her own passes. Uh, she took a picture of my pass online, then photocopied it, then put it in uh, her own pass and then ended up getting backstage as part of security. Lovely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who's going to win the All-Ireland on Sunday, Mayo or Tyrone? Oh, Mayo for sure. And what was the last song that you sang along to? Uh, for some reason, I, I need a hero. I need another hero. It was on the car on the way over. I know for a fact that you definitely have got a Spotify playlist that's all hero songs with superheroes in there. Hero. <laughs> Talk them up. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. The ladies and gentlemen, Daniel Dunhu, 10 out of 10. Yes. Oh, what? Kid me. 1,000 euro is going to Temple Street, all thanks to you. So fair play, my friend. Well, I'll tell, I'll tell you what, I'll double it. I'm going to double it and send it on. You have a heart of gold, my friend. As I said, I said this before, you know, from a dude who, you know, has been through the tough times himself, you've been you've been sick, you know what it's like, you are a good guy. That is, you're a good guy. Fair play. There's no worries at all. They, they do they do God's work down there, you know. They really, really do. They need all the help they can get, particularly during times like this too, so. From a band, right, who, who you know, 
set up in 2001. 2008 was the big break. You know, you've played the Sugar Club and now you're playing massive arenas. 80,000 people at Crow Park 2015. Yeah. Big, big, big moments. Is there any advice you can give to young Irish musicians out there who are on the cusp of it at the moment? I'd say it's even tougher now than it is to even see a way through. Um, you know, I can. the only advice I can give is the only thing that makes Irish artists stand out against every other artist is how willing we are to, to bleed on the page. And if there's anything you're going on, that's going on in your life that you don't want to write about, probably write about it and go through it and, and put it out there. Because, um, you know, to wear your heart in your sleeve is an honour for an Irish person. If you remember, we have a harp on our passports. We don't have a gun. We don't have a sickle. We don't have an eagle. We have a harp. The harp is music. You know, every every no is a, is, a, is, a, is a little brick on that golden pathway to the biggest yes you'll ever get. So just keep going in those d- d- dark, deep, dark moments. Um, find what you love to do if you love music keep doing it because it will it will eventually you'll eventually never have to work a day in your life if you love what you do I absolutely love that sentiment Danny it has been a pleasure having you on the show thank you so much for joining me thanks what I wanted to say to you was thanks so much for the support over the years as well you really push Irish music too so we need people like you more than ever so let's say yeah I'll see you out on the road my man Fergal Darcy playing more of the music you love Today FM It all happens here